Good day once again. We are glad you're with us. Thanks so much for joining us. Broadcasting live here in L.A. We're inside the L.A. Convention Center and uh, enjoying our time here. And uh, we, you know, every now and then you get uh, some uh, some royalty that comes walking by. Mel Renfro, the former Dallas Cowboy cornerback in the Hall of Fame, has both rings on. Uh, joining us now here at the table. How you doing? Doing great. Yeah? Doing great. So, obviously, the Super Bowl has grown from the playing days that, uh, that you guys had. But uh, w- what is this like for you here today? Well, it's just... Uh Glad to be back. Like I'm coming back home. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is a, a great event. Uh, it, it, a lot of good things happen with the charities that are supported. Um, I'm glad to be here in, in response to the Gridiron Greats and the, the Pork Ryan people that uh, sponsored me to come here and uh, try to do as much good as we can to raise awareness and raise funds for a good cause of former players that that need the help. Yeah. So. It's just a great event. Uh, you know, what's supposed to be the Super Bowl. Just looking right. forward to the, all the activities. So what is it like waiting in the hotel room to find out if you're going to get that knock tonight? Well, back in my day, we didn't do that. Uh, I was sitting at home up in Portland, Oregon, uh, watching TV one Saturday morning. And uh, I saw the names coming across the leaderboard and uh, had no idea that my name would be there because I hadn't been contacted. And, uh, a uh, sports writer, uh, a sports uh, uh, talk show guy called me from Chicago and said, how does it feel to be in the Hall of Fame? And, I, you know, wow. You know, I, it's such a surprise because nobody had contacted me ahead of time to let me know. But, you know, it, it was just a great experience. I mean, finally getting there after being denied for yeah. for too many years. So. I know, like, you know, back in our area, uh, Leroy Butler is waiting. He's been a finalist now the last few years. He's waiting for the knock on the door. You yeah. know, we know Charles Woodson obviously was going to go in, and he ended up going in. Uh, and they all say that that even if you know you're going to go and you have the stats to go and you know that your peers feel yeah. that you belong, yeah. it's still a nerve, nervous thing. Because it's not that you only aspire to win a championship. You aspire to be respected. Right. You know? Right. Well, I, you know, it, it's just, uh, it's amazing that uh, I had to wait as long as I did. I had, you know, 10 straight Pro Bowls, starting with my rookie years, seven times all pro. And and there were guys who had half my credentials that were going in before me. So, Why do you think that was? Well, there, you read my book, you know, look up my book and read it. <laughs> You'll find out all the dirty things behind all that. But, uh, you know, that's all past and forgiven. And yeah, uh, it was finally done. And I'm just very appreciative of that. So once you do get in, and it's a very tight-knit group, very small fraternity, because there's such a logjam still of guys very deserving to get in. Once you do get in and you get a chance to share the jacket with everybody else, what is that like? Well, uh, you know, I remember being a, a young child and, and watching you know, the Jim Browns and Lenny Moores and uh, all the greats that have gone in, and I'm just a little kid, and all of a sudden, many years later, I'm standing beside them. And mm-hmm. I tell you, that, that is a good feeling to know that you've, you know, you kind of reached the mountaintop. And yeah. uh, I just say to all those expiring athletes that are coming up, to just don't ever give up. Don't ever give up hope. Just keep doing yeah. what you're doing and doing the right thing. And, and one day it's going to happen. And uh, it's just a one, wonderful feeling. You mentioned Jim Brown, who many uh, talk about 
you know, that go into the Hall of Fame because of not only his career, but what he's done social-wise and been so outspoken for so many different things. But to be able to look at a guy that you idolize and then be standing shoulder to shoulder and then have a private word with him. The great thing about my relationship with Jim Brown is, you know, I grew up as a kid watching him play and admiring him so much. And then I had the opportunity to play against him, and he came to the Cotton Bowl and ran over me a few times. <laughs> then I got an opportunity to play with him in a Pro Bowl, and I uh, just have formed a great relationship with him over the years. And, uh, yeah, that's what this thing is all about, uh, you know, sports and, and, and fellowship and guys getting together and people helping people for whatever reason. And uh, that's why I'm here today, to yeah. do what I can to to, to give a host to, to the gridiron greats and the pork rind people and support this very wonderful uh, experience with the Super Bowl 56. Yeah, we heard from Mickey Woods earlier regarding the gridiron greats, and they've done a bunch of work uh, that has been really good. Icky's a little bit of the newer breed, but, but guys from your era and beyond, backwards, well, they were kind of a forgotten group for a long time, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's all coming back with... Uh, all the technology and the things that they can do nowadays with old film and interviews and uh but it's you know it's all about helping your fellow man and you know, making things yeah. better and that's why we're all here yeah when you uh when you look back on your playing career is there anything specific i know you get asked this all the time but is there anything specific that like stands out to you you had such such a, an impactful career and obviously playing for the Dallas Cowboys and for, for the, the large audience that that holds. Is there anything impactful, um, not just maybe on the field, but more off the field for you? Well, yeah, I think it goes down to to what got you there and, and, and when you get there, who are you with and, and what is their message? And uh, with Coach Landry being the coach and the, the things that he uh, taught us as players and not only uh, the X's and O's of offenses and defenses but as being better men and being better people and, and, and helping your, your fellow man uh, Landry uh, taught us a lot he turned a lot of guys around that were kind of going in the wrong direction and you know, that, that's what the whole thing is about you know people helping people and, and people reaching out and uh, helping others and you know, we're here at Super Bowl 56, and there are a lot of things going on that are uh, positive, and, and everybody's about the right thing. It's going in the right direction and helping their fellow man. Could you have played in the, in the league today? Well, no question about it. <laughs> It'd be easy peasy today. God, I look at what's going on out there, and I don't understand it because there's too many wide receivers. There's too many this, too many that. Uh, it, it, either scoring too many points or too few points. But, you know, it, as long as the game is interesting, which it is, right? love the game and uh, look forward to every Sunday and, uh, you know, every football season and every Super Bowl. So yeah. here we are, and I'm loving it. Because they've changed the rules so much to favor the offense. You know, oh, the old days, man, you you go up for a ball, you were coming down without a head. You know, you're yeah. going to cross the middle, you were never going to cross yeah. the middle again. You can't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah, yeah the game has changed, but uh, hopefully it's changed for the better and uh uh it's 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 an entertaining game so yeah i love when sunday rolls around and i'm sitting in front of that tv do you because once you play you never look at it the same because you're analyzing the whole time Can, is there the ability to just lean back in the easy chair and watch it as a fan i try to but i can't you know right because you know my wife's sitting there and she's hearing me say this or say that a groan <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I really, I really get into the what and the whys of what's going on out there, and uh, 
Uh, I think it should be better, but, you know, it's it's a new game. It's a different game, but it's an entertaining game, and right. know, the fans love it. Great stuff. Mel, I appreciate you swinging by. The Gridiron Greats, obviously, a lot of great events down here. The Pork Rind people have done such fantastic work. Ditka's big party coming up tonight. Obviously, they've been a big supporter of that for a long time. Thanks for swinging by the table. We appreciate it. You bet. My pleasure. There you go. Mel Renfro, Hall of Famer, joining us for a couple of minutes here at the table, and uh, great to talk to him. Uh, we're going to be uh, chatting a little bit later on. I want to kind of go through the list because uh, we've got uh, coming up Aaron Battle, or Adrian Battles, I'm sorry, is going to be joining us a little bit later on. Eric Kramer is going to be here as well. Uh, we're going to be here from the High Hall of Famer as well. Michael Haynes going to swing by. Jake Plummer. Coach Rob Mendez. I just saw Coach uh, a little while ago. I was back behind the, uh, the, the FanDuel stage, and Coach was running around over there. So it was good to good to wave to him and say hi to him for a couple of minutes. Uh, for those that know the, uh, the the Brooks and Dunn, the Country Music Act, long time uh, Country Music Hall of Famers, as a matter of fact, uh, Kix Brooks is here and wants to come by. Now I knew I met Kix Brooks years and years and years ago. For any of us that is that have done radio, y- you go through the myriad of things sometimes before you actually get to where it is you end up. And for myself, uh, it was getting through uh, the music side of things. Uh, you know, and, and working at a country station. And I had met them there. So Kix Brooks is going to come over and hang out with us a little bit. And uh, Mike Clemens will join us uh, again here a little bit later on in the program. So tonight, what I guess happens, and, and specifically, Ben, as we were talking before about uh, the Hall of Famers being uh, announced tonight. So they are gathering, and they will be announced. Mike had said they're going to be announced tonight on the stage. So I don't know if there's going to be the knock on the hotel room door or if they're going to be, you know, the knock on the hotel room door prior to the event this evening. And then they're brought to the stage if that happens all at once, because usually they let you know a little bit ahead of time and then you have some time to prepare to get over to SoFi Stadium. But apparently they're going to gather all of them and then bring them over where it's all going to be announced. So the Hall of Famers will find out later this afternoon, this evening, as to whether or not they're actually going to be uh, those that are going to be recipients on the stage of the adulation tonight, the fans that are going to be in attendance, and those their peers as well, uh, as to whether or not they've actually been elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So we'll find all of that out coming up a little bit later on this evening as well. So good stuff there. Hey, this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And right now, Pella Windows and Doors, they've got, uh, there's, there's all kinds of things going on right now. Well, one, first and foremost, you've got your utility bills. Everybody's been looking at them, and you've seen the price that's gone up. And this time of year, like the price of meat, the price of gas, uh, the natural gas, the electricity and such, has risen, and uh, so now this is a way to fight back. You know, you can upgrade your home with energy-efficient pillow windows and doors and uh, right away have a dramatic effect on the heating and cooling costs in your home. You're going to see the pillow windows and doors of Wisconsin offer some of the most energy-efficient replacement windows in the industry. And uh, more importantly, you can do this right here. Pella windows, they make it easy with financing choices right now to fit almost any budget. Through the end of the month, you can even you can choose up to 24 months, no payments, no interest, or 1125 bucks off a swinging or sliding patio door. And when it comes to choices, Pella offers uh, six lines, six lines. They can go from wood, affordable vinyl. They've got to the Impervia, which is 10 times stronger than the Fibrex material that's out there. So all the Pella lines come with a limited lifetime warranty, 10-year installation warranty as well. So it's, you know, look, why throw your hard-earned money out the window? Literally. 
when you can get in Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin, whether it's a door, whether it's one window, a whole house full, whatever it happens to be. Right now, you can save yourself year-round, whether it's keeping the heat inside in the, uh, the wintertime, the, the, you know, the heat inside, the cool inside in the summertime, which I think sometimes that's just as important. And uh, you can do it right now. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. See it for yourself. Again, PellaWI.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI, 855-P-E-L-L-A, 855-PELLA-WI. Get a hold of them right here, right now. Stay tuned. We are broadcasting live out here in L.A. We're at the L.A. Convention Center getting you ready for Super Bowl 56 between Cincinnati and L.A. We've got more coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. We are live in LA, the LA Convention Center. Super Bowl 56, uh, only a few days away, Cincinnati and the L.A. Rams. And uh, we're continuing to get you ready with all the coverage here on Radio Row. And uh, by the way, we got some breaking news out of the world of the NBA. Ben Simmons has been emancipated from uh, from Philadelphia. He's been traded to Brooklyn. Philadelphia has been, been emancipated Br- from Ben Simmons. So, well, there you the go. Record. Philadelphia has been emancipated from Ben. Ben Simmons goes to Brooklyn. James Harden goes to Philadelphia. I think he's a bum. So how about that? How about that? The trade happens. There you go. Didn't, didn't, uh, wasn't sure if it would happen. But uh, nevertheless, it did. And uh, Ben Simmons now out of Philadelphia. And uh, he is heading to... He is heading over to uh, to Brooklyn, where Brooklyn's going to get him and trade away James Harden. I, the whole thing with Harden and Kyrie and KD, it just it, it while they did win games together, it just never seemed to work. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. And so, um, it, it just never got out out of its own way. And they thought they had the, the the trio to be able to win a championship, and they weren't able to do it. So, um, you know, it is. What it is, I guess. Best way to put it. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, you can. Uh, while we have a couple of segments that, uh, you know, aren't necessarily filled, we're going to hear from Kyle Turley coming up. Also, uh, we right now, this is one of the problems that happens. Uh, and we're going to hear from Kyle Turley. But what happens is when you get some of these celebs that they get here, if they run just a little bit late, you get because you can't just a lot of these guys. You would figure a lot of these guys can just walk in. Everybody knows who they are, and they can't. They got to go through security, and they got to go through the pass line, the credential line by the NFL. Doesn't matter who it is. I mean, if it's you know, it doesn't matter if it's uh, you know Ocho Cinco or if it's Anthony Munoz or if it's Michael Irvin. It doesn't matter. They have to go through security, and they have to go through the line to get their passes. Uh, otherwise, they're not allowed in. And then that's what has happened to Adrian Battles, who is stuck in a line downstairs right now. So we will hear from him coming up a little bit later on. In the meantime, Kyle Turley had a chance to sit down and chat with him yesterday and uh, talked about his playing career. And he showed up in a L.A. Rams hat. And this was our conversation. It's been a while, but uh, we're all back together. It's kind of like a reunion. How you been? I know, right? It's yeah? good to be here. Huh? Yeah. Be around some people. I'm not even going to ask you about football right away. How's the music? 
music's great, man. I'm playing tomorrow night at the uh, Omni Hotel here, Gridiron Greats, yeah. Don Jaworski, Cigars yeah. with the Stars. We're going to be over there. Awesome. Yeah. I'll be playing. I'll be opening up the show. Play for about an hour or more. Okay. Yeah. Get wow. to hear the band. What, uh, it, your own stuff or uh, Yeah, a lot, a lot of originals. Okay. Uh, we'll do some covers. I've, I've mixed those in. I'm a big original music guy, you know. Right. I, I spent some time writing writing these songs. It's like so. sacrilege, you know, <laughs> to play somebody else's stuff if you're writing your own. Yeah, especially if you, you can't do it as good, you know what right, I mean? Right, right, exactly. you, you get up there and try to sing a cover song and, you're, and you blow it, you yeah. know. There's nothing more embarrassing. How uh, how how'd you, did you just pick up the guitar one day and say, this is something I'm going to do? Pretty much, you know, I was a kid and I uh, was going across the border, uh, surfing down in Mexico, traded, I think, a pair of Levi's for a crap, crappy guitar, and I just kept playing and picking and picking up different things, and, yeah. you know, through college and then in the NFL, had right. some money in my pocket finally, bought some instruments, and, uh, you know, being in New Orleans around all those great musicians, you know, right, from right. from the Nevilles to, you know, Phil Anselmo and Pantera and right. bands like I Hate God, <laughs> you know, to, to all these great jazz bands you yeah. know new orleans was just the best bands in the world i, you know? I was introduced when i was at ohio state i was introduced to buckwheat zydeco yeah right and zydeco music just yeah. caught me man yeah. i said you cannot be sad or down and not have a good time if no. you're listening to yeah. Zydeco music. Yeah, trombone shorty goes around the country right? playing you right know? fantastic stuff <laughs> yeah i completely get it so you're just kind of out to doing your own thing, doing the music, and uh, do, do you watch yeah. much football this season? Is oh yeah, always. Yeah, I'm yeah. a football fan. You know, I had, okay. I had the curtains See, and the sheets and some, the whole deal. It's, it's funny because some guys do, yeah, and then when they retire, they don't, and then some guys retire and they're like, you know what? Once a football player, always a football player. You never watch it the same because you're always looking and analyzing and everything. You know? Sure. I was a fan. You know, I I, I was kind of one of those guys who always kind of didn't feel like I belonged there. You know, just because I was a fan. You yeah. know, it's like opening up for Leonard Skinner. I couldn't even go meet the guys. I was so starstruck. Right. Every locker room I was in, you know, starstruck. Like right. every guy I went against, starstruck. You yeah. know, like I'm a fan of all these guys, even down to these young guys in these teams coming into this game. You know, right. it's impressive to watch and uh, just uh, yeah, love the game. Just a huge fan of football and the sport. I wish they would let me be more of a part of it. So I, I know you're, <laughs> yeah, right. I know you're uh, wearing the, the Rams hat. So obviously, is there an affiliation there because you're oh, yeah. rooting for a specific guy? Or ah, just... I played for the Rams, you yeah. know. Uh, I was hoping. Hoping for the uh, old school Governor's Cup with the Chiefs and the Rams out yeah. here. That would have been awesome. Okay. Uh, hopefully, them St. Louis fans would have came out here. Maybe some of them are here. I think some right. of them are. Okay. But uh, played for the Rams for a year, had that opportunity. And then uh, I've been uh, Rams fans since I was eight years old. Okay. My whole family grew up in Southern California. Okay. So, That's what mom, I thought. Yeah, my mom was from Orange County. Uh, I guess Merle Olson used to come over to the house and do church stuff. And they're all, you know, grew up Mormons and uh, all that. So, really? you know, and then, uh, you know, being San Diego State and then meeting. Uh, you know, uh, Hunter and all those guys that played San Diego right. State, Carl Weathers, you know, sure. Paulo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, San Diego State guys played in the NFL and then went to Hollywood, you right. know. So it, it was it was, uh, it was was awesome, man. Uh, growing up a Rams fan, though, I have a picture of myself in a three-point stance with the Rams helmet on the in the same stance as I made the sports cover uh, or Sports Illustrated cover with. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's cool to see all of that come to fruition. Yeah, man. Come full circle. I'm excited. Super Bowl with the Rams at home. Yeah. Yeah. for me yeah. so okay now the analytical side um tell me why the rams win or why cincinnati wins oh uh, god you know i mean at the end of the day it's going to come back to these quarterbacks 
I think, you know, one guy's got no pressure at all, which is still pressure. You know, right. you're, you're backed in the corner. You've accomplished all these great comebacks to get here. Yeah. You're now in the Super Bowl. You can't just go back home and say who day, you know, and all that, right? <laughs> right. Without that trophy, right. you know what I mean? Uh, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll still be a big party and all, but a guy like Joe Burrow, I don't think he's going to stand for not no, winning no. that game. Yeah. And then Matthew Stafford, a guy, another guy backed in the corner. He's got to win. Right. You know, they've already been the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. That's just it. I've you been know? telling people that. Because <laughs> yeah. people say, well, that trade paid off. I'm like, no, it didn't. Yeah, he hasn't yet. won anything yet. Not yet. Right. Yeah. One more game. Yeah. Yeah. That, so it's it's going to be big, man. It's one of the best Super Bowls, I think, in a long time. Are you going or are you going to be at home for a while? No, I'll be back home watching with my okay. boy, man. He's a big Joe Burrow fan. I'm a big okay. Rams fan. I got to be oh, there. Oh, wow. I got to be there to give it to him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the prices out here are getting crazy. Oh, geez. Yeah. The game itself. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, unfortunately, Tuesday is not going to be Sunday, and you know you got to deal with all that stuff right. too. So, yeah. but Tuesday's the day for you know Gavin Newsom. So, right, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. How has the game changed? Because uh, I know you left because of an injury. Um, we just had Jim McMahon on, and, and I'm yeah. glad to see that. I mean, Jim's foot obviously is bothering him, but I'm glad to see that you know he feels like he's in a good place right now for the best he possibly can be, True. even though it's not a great place. Yeah. So you tell me, because we see a lot of guys. It's funny, because we'll see guys walk through, they're fine. Other guys walk by, and they're not. Yeah, you know. And well, nobody's fine. I right. can tell you that. Well, outwardly, outwardly. Yeah, of course. We put on a lot of smoke and mirrors. You know, we go to these uh, concussion tests for the NFL. You know, and these doctors fail us on all these things because you look too good. You know. Well, yeah. I'm only 46 years old. What do you want me to look like? You know. Right. I was not fat. I was a lean offensive lineman. You know, I'm not a big fat guy. I'm athletic. I get up in the morning and still go on my. Well, what do you want me to do? Lay in my bed all day? You know. We've got to acknowledge these things that we have in these young bodies and these young minds and still with this energy that we want to get up and do something with our right, life right, exactly. you know it's unfortunate we got to be in a wheelchair for anybody to notice you know right, and, right. and jim's in a great spot that's why we started this company in cannabis because you know he's he's able to deal with all these injuries and illness through using this plant you know not having mm-hmm. to take all these painkillers you know at all went through full ankle reconstruction didn't take any painkillers i uh you and i talked to it was in miami or the year before that. Yeah, it's been a while. Because it's been a couple of years because we weren't <laughs> at it last year. Yeah. But, but in, in, and at the time, there was so much legislation about to change. And now it's changed. And now cannabis and, and CBD places are popping up everywhere. Sure. So how has that affected your business? Has it enabled it? Or has it hurt it because there's so many others that are out there that are claiming to do the same thing and may not? Sure, yeah, no, you're in competition constantly, you know, uh, yeah. in any business, in cannabis, and then it exploded and everybody started talking about CBD. So the CBD business, uh, you know, took a, a turn where it's got super saturated, way oversaturated. Right. Uh, the cannabis industry itself, California, <laughs> oversaturated with brands, you know, yeah. so we're competing every day. Our salespeople are competing constantly against every other buddy that's trying to get their products out there. So, you know, it's about our message and what we're giving as a product. You know, it's not just weed. It's not just CBD. You know, NeuroXPF, NeuroXPF.com is my CBD company. All 50 states legal. You can order it straight to your doorstep. And it's only CBD. We're we're THC free. You know, everybody wanted to do the full spectrum thing. And it's better. It's better. No, we have to understand CBD. So that's why I did that. Now with the full marijuana, with Revenant MJ, all the stores across 
the state are bringing our brand in. Uh, we should be, you know, I mean, we're across the state entirely right now, and we'll probably be in every shop here before the end of the year, hopefully. Uh, and, uh, you know, people can come and get our products. And now we've done licensing deals in all these other states that you mentioned have opened up. Uh, we're yeah. trying to replicate our experience, very specific uh, in the strains that we provide. There's over 400 strains of cannabis. They all do different things. And these are the things that have worked for us, you yeah. know. So if you listen to our stories, you might have the same solution. Yeah. You know? Either way, you'll 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 understand what cannabis can do for you. Right, right, yeah. right. Well, good luck to heading home to to the boy and seeing who ends up winning that battle before <laughs> it's all said. That should be rather interesting. But yep. uh, good luck to the Rams, obviously. And it's it's for two years in a row now we've seen the home team host a Super Bowl. Uh, so now, you, where are you living now? Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I'm back in Nashville now. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you're I just back moved in, back oh, from Southern are you, California. Are you uh, part of the Aaron Rodgers is building a home in Nashville now? <laughs> is <laughs> that, he? They're well, all moving there. Every, yeah. Everybody moves there. I lived there for seven years at the end of my that, career. That's a place that's boomed. Big time. Well, you know, Huge. COVID and all that's pushed a lot of people out to certain areas, and yeah. Tennessee's one. You know, my kids have been in school the entire time, and no masks, no nothing, and never yeah. been eating and going to restaurants. And it's yeah. just not, not what I came from in California when I had to live here for an entire year under right. this ridiculousness. So it's great to be back there. It's unfortunate that a lot of the misinformation going around out there on a lot of things, right? Yeah. You know, cannabis being one of the biggest ones. And, you know, I got a letter from the FDA two years ago telling me to shut up about it. It, you know, and how it can help COVID. But, you know, at the end of the day, the science has proven me right and it continues to do so. That's why I keep showing up at these Super Bowls, man. <laughs> I'm waiting on waiting on his medical community to show me up. You know, right? I keep showing them up. They right. keep asking me questions. Yeah. You know, it's really unfortunate. Well, enjoy the game, man. I appreciate you stopping by. I know you got to go. They keep, they keep holding up they two keep fingers and you, you got to go. So, <laughs> I good appreciate stuff, you, brother. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Go Rams. Talk to you soon. Yes, sir. There you go. Kyle Turley uh, joined us at the table just a, a little while ago. We had a chance to sit down and chat with him. So good stuff with Kyle Turley as uh, we continue on. And we should be talking with Eric Kramer coming up here in just a little bit. He is going to swing by. Adrian Battles, like I said, got stuck in the line downstairs, so we'll try to get that. Uh, just recapping the news of the day, Dante DiVincenzo traded away. Serge Ibaka is coming into the Bucks organization. Meanwhile, Ben Simmons has been traded from Philadelphia. He goes to Brooklyn. Brooklyn has since traded James Harden to Philadelphia. So a lot of news breaking out of the NBA today on the trade deadline. <laughs> Ben Kenny enjoying the fact that uh, Philadelphia has been emancipated from that of Ben Simmons. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. over on the Bud Light live stream as well and uh, glad to have you along for the ride as uh, we continue to broadcast live here from Radio Row in L.A. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at the Water Doctors, h2theletterodoctors.com. That's h2theletterodoctors.com for the best water softening system out there. And that's the Connecticut water softening system by all means. And then uh, there's our buddy Dwayne from Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. If you're looking for canvas, upholstery, boat covers, if you're looking for an awning for the front of your office building, whatever it happens to be, redoing office furniture for that matter. You can get hold of our buddy Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All.com. That is Dwayne's Cover It All.com. And check him out up in Wausau. Mike Clemens joining us here at the table. So 
you're going to be covering the uh, the honors uh, award uh, show tonight, right? Uh, I think so. <laughs> not I, thr- I don't know. Not thrilled about it? No, because um, I don't know. Um, I got into that thing in its infancy. Right. You know, when Goodell came up with this idea and he would put it on Saturday night the night before and they would have the taste of the NFL. Now, that's where, like you saw the owners right. you know, and the big sponsors and, you know, they're with their wives wearing wonderful gowns and pulling up in a red carpet and limousines and all that. Hey, by the way, Ben, at headquarters there, I might, if we have got time, I might uh, talk about that uh, Roger G- Goodell clip that we were talking about off the air. So anyway, they would do this thing on Saturday nights, and I got in a couple of years one time when we were in Phoenix, one time when Rodgers got one of his, uh, he got he didn't get MVP, he got play of the year, and it was for the 61-yard Hail Mary to Richard Rodgers in, against the, the Lions. Right. And so what was great is I got to be in that media. We Sure, we could watch it downstairs backstage in the theater and the honors uh, out on stage, which they they fashioned after the Oscars. And then afterwards, they would bring in all the athletes, and, and then after they got done doing a little press conference, Aaron saw me in the crowd along with Pete Doherty, and we got to go back there and do a one-on-one with him. So that was great, you know, that we could meet him right. in the offseason and, and get some stories going that way. Well, tonight, you know, partly it's because of COVID, I'm sure, but I, I, I'll, I can be in that press room. Uh, I don't think Aaron's going to be there. If Rogers wins the MVP, I don't think he's going right. to be there in, in person. And uh, I don't know if we're going to get a chance to get a Q&A with him. For the Hall of Famers, maybe if Leroy Butler gets uh, was, was voted, and that, that vote was taken a week or two ago. Yeah. Uh, and, and frankly, you know, with the Don Baker stepping down at the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, you know, the big yeah, guy. Yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. I don't, I don't know if he's still doing it today, if he's going to be going door-to-door knocking on guys' hotel rooms or, or how they're doing that today. So the thing is, as you've mentioned here on the show, you know, when you say, okay, I'd kind of like to go to that, but A, what's the access going to be? And B, can we physically get there traffic-wise? No, that's a big question. You know, and then you start thinking about, do I really want to spend three hours in traffic, you know, for maybe a, a one-minute interview? So, right. So I'm kind of weighing those, that, that bad. Kind of debating so, that. Yeah. Okay. So there was this uh, very awkward moment yesterday. Roger Goodell holds his, his the biggest press conference of the year, and usually they let in anybody in the media. I've been able to ask questions as part of the Bill Michaels show, Wisconsin you know, Radio Network and all that, but lately, lately it's gotten tight and a little more scripted. And yeah. you sort of know who gets called on. And then one of the guys that got called on is this great reporter, Jim Trotter, who in the last couple of years now has gone from his columns and newspapers to writing for NFL.com. Mm-hmm. He writes for the league. So Goodell holds this press conference out in the beautiful sunshine by the brand-new stadium there in L.A. with the new NFL Network headquarters here in L.A., all very Hollywood, yeah. right, and kind of scripted. And here's how that went down. Of the top 11 executives there, there are only two people of color. When we look at NFL Media Group, where I work, there is not one black person at the senior level in the newsroom um, who makes decisions about a league whose player population is 70% black. So as a member of the media group and as a black man, I ask, why does the NFL and its owners have such a difficult time at the highest levels hiring black people into decision-making positions. Yeah, Jim, listen, um, we we look at the same numbers, and, and uh, they're, they're really part of the effort that 
again, looking at how do we become more effective in our policies and procedures. Um, we work really hard. We believe in diversity. We believe in it as a value. We believe it's made it stronger. Uh, people who have come into the league who are diverse have been very successful and made us better. Uh, and we just have to do a better job. Uh, we have to look, is there another thing that we can do to make sure we're attracting that best talent here and making our league inclusive? Um, if I had the answer right now, I would give it to you. Not much of an answer. No, and you know the thing is, Bill, I mean, the, the Super Bowl media always comes up with something every year, whether it's deflate gate, you know, and the right. deflated footballs and Tom Brady. Suddenly the next important chapter that happened to happen just the week before the Patriots were getting to the Super Bowl, right, right? Right, Or remember when the Ravens were in the Super Bowl and we had that one story where Ray Lewis – this guy is going to be a future antler, Hall of Fame linebacker. Stuff that you put on antlers. Deer spray. Deer spray. Yeah, yeah, that he was spraying rack. it on on his like you know some sort of a you know like performance it was supposed to be a steroid you know or something. Yeah, yeah. you know all these kinds of crazy things and and so unfortunately you know it's not like America needs one more one of these d- dividing hot issues like the race card. Right. But with the Brian Flores lawsuit coming down just ten days ago. Um, that's your scandal of the week here at the NFL in Los Angeles this right. week. Yeah, that's uh, and it gets all the clicks. Right, and you didn't get anything out of that answer. No, there's no. a lot of people. In, he said a lot of people that have made it successful. We need to do a better job. Right, and you could almost have played that from a year ago, three years ago, five years ago. You know what I mean? Well, it, it and and and. You know, people will get critical because, you know, sometimes you hear, the man, there's only one or two coaches in, in a league that's got 70% players right. that are African-American or minorities, et cetera. That's good. But, you know, we've also fired some, too, you know. From, yeah. I mean, Tony Dungy's been through the way. You know, Anthony Lynn just got fired two years ago from the Chargers, you know. Right. And there's so they, these guys come and go. But, you know, it's it's a shame that we are not at that point, you know, in sports where guys are just being hired because it's the best candidate available. Right. Uh, rather than, you know, but there's these things that pop up every once in a while where the minority players or the agents and say, see, look, look, there's still this discrimination going on. So yeah. it's tough. Yeah, it's no tough. doubt about it. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. Come back. We are broadcasting live. We're on Radio Row here at uh, in L.A. at the L.A.B. Convention Center getting ready for Super Bowl 56. Cincinnati, the Bengals, the home team, taking on the Rams, the visiting team, even though they're staying at home and they were here the entire time. But it should be a good one coming up from SoFi Stadium coming up this Sunday. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show live out here in L.A. coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Bengals and the Rams holding practice for Sunday night's Super Bowl game here in Los Angeles. Cincinnati's Jamar Chase has become one of the most dangerous receivers in the league in just his first year in the NFL. Coming into your rookie year, especially not knowing how good the team is going to be with you. But once you see the outcome, just have no choice but to sit there and, you know, have fun while you're playing. So that's what I try to do. Rams defensive back Jalen Ramsey, what it's going to be like trying to cover Jamar Chase. Even though he's only been in the league one year, he's done really well. He's uh, he's had record-breaking numbers for their franchise. Him and his quarterback have a great uh, chemistry and great connection. So 
I'm excited for the opportunity. And Commissioner Roger Goodell held a press conference and was asked about how the NFL first responded to claims that former head coach Brian Flores was offered $100,000 per loss to tank the Dolphins for a higher draft pick. I think the initial reaction was regarding the legal claims themselves and not really what we would say the experiences of what Coach Flores uh, was going through. That's what I'm more interested in. I, I put the legal claims and the legal process to the side, and, and that'll be handled by, by lawyers. To me, it's more important for us to sort of listen to Coach, understand what he and other coaches are going through, what our clubs are going through, and what feedback they have, and also, again, reevaluate everything we're doing. That's NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell in Los Angeles. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michael Show. brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Don't forget they have the uh, take-home heat and eat. And if you're looking for something for the big game, they are your party source uh, for anything, whether it's snacks or the good fried chicken or head over to the beer cave. They got all kinds of good stuff. Stop over and see our friends at Quick Trip. By the way, they're also looking for drivers and paying top dollar for drivers right now. So if you're uh, considering uh, uh, either one, an occupation change, or two, an occupation, they're looking for drivers. So uh, check out our friends at Quick Trip. Also, want to say thanks to our friends at Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L, a quality manufacturing company right here in the state of Wisconsin. All you got to do is uh, go to Pindell.com, P-I-N-D-E-L, P-I-N-D-E-L.com. That is P-I-N-D-E-L.com and see everything that they have to offer. They have really, uh, you talk about a good company, they have uh, boosted um, their uh, their pay. When you talk about a global precision, uh, you know, company, uh, of CNC machining, switch machining, uh, exceptional service and commitment to the company and commitment to their uh, customers, and uh, they're paying top dollar right now and benefits. So if you're looking for a great company, go to Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L. That is Pindell.com, Pindell.com. So coming up, we got uh, another hour of the program yet to go coming up here in just a bit. And uh, we'll talk to, uh, you know, quite a few people that are coming up. As a matter of fact, we should be getting uh, Michael Haynes, the Hall of Famer, Jake Plummer, going to be joining us. Coach Rob Mendez going to be here. And then to, to round out the hour, if indeed it all kind of pans out, uh, we got Kicks Brooks from uh, the Brooks, uh, the uh, group Brooks and Dunn Country Act going to swing by coming up here in a little bit. Um, but that being said, uh, as we sit here and kind of look around, it continues to get busier and busier when it comes to Radio Road today. As you can see on the cameras, if you're watching on the Bud Light live stream, you've got uh, some news coming out of the world of the NBA today. So for those that did not know, just to kind of recap real quick, the uh, the Kings make a deal, the Bucks make a deal, the Clippers make a deal. They've all got involved in a four-team trade. So the Kings, Pistons, Bucks, Clippers agreed to a four-team deal that sends Marvin Bagley over to Detroit. Serge Ibaka comes to Milwaukee. Uh, Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, going to head from Detroit to Sacramento as a part of the deal. And the Clippers are going to get Rodney Hood and Semi Ojale uh, from the Bucs. Uh, in, in addition to that, Dante DiVincenzo has been dealt as well. So all of that going down today, at least uh, that's uh, the belief into what the deal has going on. But uh, nevertheless, the, the Bucks make a deal. They get involved in a deal to get themselves better in the middle. Now, the other aspect of the NBA, the big deal that went down, Ben Simmons finally out of Philadelphia. 
Ben Simmons is gone. James Harden was traded from Brooklyn to Philly. So when you talk about some bigger deals, I mean, that's probably the biggest one of the day. So, Ben, uh, while we have just a, a tidbit of time, uh, how giddy are you that uh, no longer will Ben Simmons be uh, be roaming the hallways in the, uh, in the within the gym rafters there at, uh, in Philadelphia? Well, I'm going to start watching basketball again. <laughs> I mean, well, that. good for you, man. Now, now, does that put you back into the uh, into the realm of actually being a Philly fan, or uh, are you just saying, well, now I'll just pay attention to him again because they got finally got rid of the human slug? Yeah, as I said, I would not watch the NBA until Ben Simmons was traded from Philadelphia. I was going to accept a bucket of basketballs, a massage, and like T.J. McConnell two months ago. But Daryl Morey did it. He got James Harden. I still don't like Harden very much. You know, he when they get to the playoffs, right. he tends to. They're not going to win a championship. I don't think yeah, so. But I will start enjoying the sport again. Yeah, they're not going to win a championship by just adding Harden down there. They need more. But um, but yeah, it's a, at least Ben Simmons is gone and he can go make somebody else's life miserable. Who knows? I mean, maybe he finds greener pastures to be more pleasurable and he uh, really uh, ends up helping brooklyn before it's all said and done but i Bill, their team I, is called the nets i don't right i i don't see how ben simmons succeeds in an environment like that yeah no i don't uh i, I don't think that's going to happen but uh you know nevertheless at least now ben simmons can't blame it on the organization anymore now everybody in the world can find out exactly what ben simmons is all about and and we'll see in the meantime give me your thoughts on Serge Ibaka coming to the bucks Oh, I like him. I he's yeah, proven. I do too. He's tested. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure he could shoot pretty well. But I I think this tells you that the Bucks are not confident in Brook Lopez returning no. and really being anything. But that's not news. We've kind of seen that throughout the year. So I like it a lot. And Dante, as you said, I mean, he's been hurt. He had a lot of promise coming out, and he hasn't been able to live up. Grayson Allen has kind of come in and taken his role or the role that they thought he would he would fill. So I like it. Yep. It was. Uh, it, it's. Um I like the fact that they bring in Serge Ibaka, who can help down low. He can give you some offense. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I, you know, if they thought Brook Lopez was close to coming back, then it's a no-brainer. But this pretty much tells you that Brook Lopez and whatever that back surgery specifically was or that back injury is, um, it's, it's not going to probably heal in time to take on the rigors of the second half of the season and or the postseason for the Milwaukee Bucks. So, uh, hopefully he's able to come back and play next year, but uh, we'll wait and see. It's not going to happen, uh, at least not anytime soon this season. But the Bucks are rolling right now. I mean, you talk about a lot of people out here in L.A. talking about the team to beat. Everybody still points a finger squarely at uh, Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks to be able to uh, try to you know, you know kind of repeat as champions. Most people seem to think that that's the team that's coming out of the East, that it's it's hands down. It's, it's not going to be anybody else. Everybody else right now is fighting for second in that, while the Bucks, they have been up and down this season. That right now the Bucks have traded for a while. As a Bucks fan, you looked for wins. You wanted to see them win, 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 win. And then they had the best record in the NBA a couple of years, and it didn't get them anywhere. And then last year they took a different approach. They said, "Look, we're just going to get through the season, make sure we uh, nurse our injuries, hold guys out longer maybe than need be, but towards the end we're going to put it all together, get into a rotation, and get into the postseason." And they did exactly that, and they went on to win a championship. Most people seem to think, at least out here that we've talked to, that the Bucks are kind of doing the same thing. And that right now, the regular season, while you want to jockey for position, it really doesn't matter because you know you're going to be there when the lights become bright again 
when the postseason heats up. And a lot of people just looking at this Bucks team and saying they're going to flip that switch once they get to the postseason. And then everybody's going to go after Giannis. Everybody's going after Middleton. Everybody's going to go after, uh, you know, this team as a whole once they start to get healthy and really start to matriculate. So we'll see. Uh, Bill, I mean, I'll I, say this. I, go ahead. I do think the Sixers become the biggest test for them in the East. Because you look at Brooklyn right now, Kyrie Irving plays half the right. games. Ben Simmons, I, he won't step on the court, I don't think, until after they play against Philly. Because there's no way he will step on the court and play in that environment. And, the, I mean, I, I don't know what he'll actually bring. So the Sixers, I feel like, have become the... Oh, see, I was going to say, what, if you're going to give him the opportunity, wouldn't he want to play against Philadelphia? Oh, no. You know? I, I, or is he that big of a coward? I mean, he didn't step on the court this year at all. He was getting fined you millions of dollars. You got to figure he's working out, right? You got to figure he's doing his thing. Oh, he's working out at my mom's gym. No, he okay, was working well, out in secret. He just, I, okay. I don't know. I don't think he can take playing in Philly because he didn't all season. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. We got a lot more. We are broadcasting live in L.A. And we're here inside the L.A. Convention Center getting you ready for Super Bowl 56. It is Thursday. We got another day yet to go. Good times tonight. Hey, don't forget, go to the podcast. Go to the podcast where you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Get the L.A. Live in L.A. podcast that we did again last night behind the scenes. Yeah, you're going to want to listen to that one. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.